So Father, um, we thank you. We give you praise and glory in the name of Jesus. Lord, we, we ask that you speak to us today. Teach us your word yourself. Change our lives and let your name be glorified. On our glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. So today we are in part five of our um, series on fight. And we, we have to fight. You, we have to fight. Because God has given us victory already. So we are, we are fighting from victory. We are not fighting for, for victory. So um, to open up today's um, conversation, the, the question would ask um, is this. Think of a time in your life when someone had your back. Think of a time when someone had your back. Think of that time, a time in your life when someone had your back. Now, the question is, how did it make you feel? How did it make you feel? How did it make you feel to realize that someone else is looking out for you? I mean, you know the answer to that. It makes you feel um, somewhat um, secure, somewhat um, valuable, that, that someone would, would care for you and, and have, your, have your back. You know, so um, the objective of today is that we want to capitalize on this lockdown, on this period of lockdown, to identify our existing and potential weaknesses. Then seek out allies, seek out people that can have our back, people who can help us and protect our areas of vulnerability. So the, the objective of today's tribe is. <laughs> is to, you know, use this time of lockdown to identify what are the vulnerabilities in my life and who are my allies, who are the people that God is putting in my life or that I need to link hands with to protect my um, vulnerability. Our, our text um, from last week is Second Corinthians 10, verse 23, verse 3 to 4, sorry, verse 10, verse 3 to 4. You know, I'm trying to get so many things out. You know, I'm looking at the time. It says, though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapon we fight with are not weapons of the world. Or, on the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. So, the weapons that we fight with are not regular kind of weapons. The weapons that we fight with are, are divine. The weapons that we fight with are spiritual. The weapons that we fight with are not the regular kind of weapons. So, and we saw some very interesting weapons last week, you know, and today... We, we are looking at another, you know, aspect, you know, because the word of God says to us in Second Peter 5, 8, 
That is First Peter. That's First Peter five eight. First Peter five eight. It says that be alert and of sober mind. Why? Because your enemy, the devil, prowls around. Is like a roaring lion. Is looking for someone to devour. So we we have a very interesting enemy that uh, you, you can say is a jobless guy, but it's it's pretty much not jobless because his job is also rob around and looking for who to 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 devour. You know, and God says that we should resist him steadfastly. We should resist him steadfastly. We should resist this foe steadfastly. That is what our Father wants for us. That is what He wants for us. So, the, the, the question is, if you think about your life in the past, in the past, what areas of your life have been attacked over and over again? That's the question. What area of your life has been attacked over and over again? Pause and think in your life in the past, what areas have been attacked over and over again? For some people, it is their health. For some people, it is their career. For some people, it's their marriage. For some people, it's their mind. It's their mind. They are struggling. They are struggling in their minds. Yet, for some people, it's in what they say. What area you think of your life has been attacked over and over and over and over again? Bring that into mind even as we go through this um, teaching. Now, the question to you is, how do this past attack Point out your area of future vulnerability. So, what is past is past. You know, what is past is past. There's nothing we can do about the past. So, the question is this. How, how do this past attack point out your area of future vulnerability? For instance, if you've been attacked in your finances, or if you've been attacked in your career, if you've been attacked in your, in your health, or if you've been attacked in, in maybe it's a character flaw, you talk too much, you talk too much, just open your mouth and you say the things you are not supposed to say. For some people, it's actually an attack because there's something in you that will be prodding you, talk, 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 talk. You know? <laughs> and you know you should keep quiet. You know? <laughs> you know? And you now open your mouth and everything scatters. You know? So, these past attacks actually point us to future vulnerabilities these past attacks actually point us to future vulnerabilities but the question really or the to to you and i is that we need to realize that we need allies we need to realize that we need allies in some cases you know we we can't fight these fights by ourselves in fact in many cases because of how we are wired. Because the, 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 the truth is that if you could have overcome it by yourself, you would have overcome it by yourself. 
if you if you if you could have triumphed for some people is their, their children if you have if you could have triumphed by yourself you could have triumphed by us you could have sorted it out by now so you, you you haven't been able to so you need help we need help and we need allies so who is an ally what are allies Allies are persons or groups united in a common cause. United in a common cause. So you need people in your life that they are united to fulfilling your destiny. If, if, if the people in your life you are just united to go on social media and take selfies, Selfies and posts on social media. That is what's being together. And those are your allies. Something is wrong. Something is wrong with that. You know, if your allies are just those that you can gather so that you can gist what's latest gist in town, what's latest, you know, you need to, this period, you need to re strategize. You need to begin to think do I really want to fulfill my destinies? My destiny. Then are these the people? that are going to link hands with me in fulfilling my destiny. So allies are people that unite with us for a common cause. We have a common cause. The common cause could be financial freedom. The common cause could be financial freedom. Who are your allies? You know, uh, this lockdown and this pandemic has exposed a lot of vulnerabilities it has exposed a whole lot of vulnerabilities a whole lot of vulnerabilities in in a character character flaws you know people have seen how impatient they are really people have seen how strong or not so strong their marriages are it's it is exposing our vulnerabilities it's it's exposing people can see that when it comes to financial security, a lot of people are in trouble because you are vulnerable. You've not protected yourself. It could be in all, and you can think on and on and on. So this lockdown has exposed a whole lot of vulnerabilities. However, because all things work together for good for those that love God and are called according to his purpose, this same lockdown will reveal one of your greatest strengths in the name of Jesus. This same lockdown will, will reveal to you the, the strategies that you need to secure yourself and prepare for the future. Because it's going to get more interesting, really. You know, until Jesus comes, it's going to get more and more interesting. More and more interesting. More curves, more turns, more curved balls. Praise the name of the Lord. So we see that we need allies. We need allies. Even as believers, we have a common cause. As believers, we have a common cause. So the question to you is, how would you describe our common cause as followers of Christ? You know, the, Unfortunately, there are a lot of people in church that don't know what the church is. 
They're in church. If you ask them, what's the church? It's, 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 what's the church? Don't even let go into theology. What's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the church? They don't know. They say the church, the church is closed. <laughs> the church is not closed. There's no power in heaven, on earth, in hell, that can shut down the church. The church cannot be closed. Oh, this is church that we're having right now. It's church. So if people don't even know where the church is, and, and one of the other questions we need to grapple with is that why are we together? Why do we need to gather together? Why? Why can't you just do your solo thing in your in your in your bedroom? Why can't you just you know? I mean, again, this pandemic is exposing a lot of vulnerability in a lot of people's thinking about basic things like what is the church? It is. So the question now is. Why do we need each other? Apart from, oh, I miss uh, to be dancing in church. <laughs> okay, okay, it's about the church. Okay, I miss, oh, I miss best in church. Oh, I miss selfie. I miss selfie in church. How would you describe our common cause as followers of Christ? Our common cause for time, I just dive straight into it, it's, it's, it's twofold. It's twofold. And we need to um, realize that the first is, you know, is what is called the great commandment. The second is what they call what is called the great commission. The great commandment and the great and the Great Commission. So, if we um, if we look at in a nutshell, what I'm saying is that our common cause, Great Commandment, Great Commission. So, what was the Great Commandment? Was the Great Commission? Yeah, was the Great Commandment? Was the Great Commission? Basically, the Great Commandment is found in Matthew 22, 36 to 40. Matthew 22, 36 to 40. It says that they came to Jesus and they said, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. You see? The second is like it. Love your neighbor as what? As yourselves. All the law and the prophet hang on these two. So, so the greatest commandment, the great commandment is twofold. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your soul. And love your neighbor as, as yourself. So our common cause as believers is to love. God, so we come together in worship, and to love one another, so we come together in fellowship. Mm, it's making sense now. So we 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 are coming, we are coming together as believers in 
worship and in fellowship. Because you can't love God if you don't interact with him. Also, you can't love your neighbor if you don't interact with them. So that, that's the great commandment. <laughs> that's the great commandment. Now, the great commission is found in Matthew 28. Our common cause. This is what makes us, brings us together as Christians. Matthew 28 is, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I command you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. So the great commission is go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There's no way you can baptize somebody that you, are, you have social distance, with social distancing in place. <laughs> they can't be baptizing with social distancing in place. That should tell you something. Anyway, that's not where I'm going. So, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that I am commanding you. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. So we see that our common cause is twofold. The great commandment, love. Love God, love your, your neighbor. Love, love your fellow human beings. And go. Our great, great commission, go. And make disciples of one. So this should this is what makes us allies. This is what makes us the church. This is what makes us. This is what makes us the church. Praise the name of the Lord. I know you have questions. I'm gonna um um we're gonna take questions at the end, you know. So keep your questions in mind. Um and we we will <laughs> You cannot zoom baptism. It is impossible. You know. <laughs> he says, and this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Hands on the sick. Go think about that. So, okay, anyway, so let's um, keep going. You know, I know there's a lot, I mean, packed in, but. A, God will give you understanding. You probably need to download it and, 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 and watch it again and again and again and again and again. So, and so you can't do church by yourself. You can't, obviously. So you can't do life by yourself. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Obviously, you cannot. You can't. That's why we see Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 12. Ecclesiastes 4, 12 says that a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. It says, but two can stand 
back to back. Two can stand back to back and conquer. So it's three are even better. For a triple braided cord is not easily broken. <laughs> you know, two are better than one, but three are better than two. Why? Because a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So the question, so you can see that surrounding yourself with allies is a necessary tactic in spiritual warfare. You have to fight. As you're fighting, you need to surround yourself with allies. You need to surround yourself with allies so that they can guard your weak spots. So the question to you is, how will you do this in your life? Which allies do you have currently that you need to strengthen the, the, the cord? Which allies do you have currently that you need to cut the cord? Because you want and you are going to fulfill your destiny. So we see that the allies in your life, they help you fight off attacks in places where you are vulnerable. And that is huge. That is huge. That is so, so huge. Allies in your life help you fight off attacks in places where you are vulnerable. Allies in your life helps you fight off attacks in places where you are vulnerable. So if you have... Because we all have vulnerabilities. So if the people in your life only need you when you are strong, it's good you are being an ally to them. But you also need people in your life that will be there for you when you are weak. Mm. Mm. Otherwise, that cycle is not complete. It's big. It's huge. So what sort of qualities do you look for in allies? What kind of qualities do you look for in allies? We can see that two are better than one. And friendship is important. So what kind of qualities do you look for? You know, don't surround yourself with people that when you are strong, you are useful to them. But when you are weak, they tell your stories everywhere. You know, we have people that are friends. But once they see a vulnerability, they jump at it and they, are, they begin to say, Oh, you know, I was praying for him that, that day. I was praying for her. Ah, you know, we need to pray. You know, just very disgusting. Very disgusting. Allies need to cover your vulnerabilities. So we see in Proverbs 18.24, Proverbs 18.24, the word of God says in Proverbs 18.24, are we there? Proverbs 18.24, Proverbs 18.24. 
<clears throat> it says, there are friends who destroy each other. Can you imagine? But a real close, a real friend sticks closer than a brother. So there are friends, friends in quote, that destroy each other. But a real friend sticks closer than a brother. A real friend sticks closer than a brother. I like um, the way the NIV puts it. It says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. It's huge. It's huge. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So, having unreliable friend leads to destruction. If you have friends that can be, that can be summed up as unreliable, all they want is your story. All they want is your gist. You are setting yourself up for ruin. And there's a friend that is closer, sticks closer than a brother. I know, I know, you say his name is Jesus. Oh, that is Jesus. He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. <laughs> than a brother. You know? That's not what the Bible is saying here. No, it is not. Is Jesus a friend closer, that sticks closer than a brother? Yes, he is. Should he be the model of a friend that sticks closer than a brother? Yes, he should. But what the word of God is saying here is that you need human beings that will stick closer to you than your brothers. That's what the Bible is saying. So, can we take a cue from Jesus how he is to us? Yes, we can. So, before you start looking around and say, where, where, where are the real friends? The question is, are you a real friend? Are you a friend that sticks closer than a brother? Because you will reap what you sow. I mean, we've shared this several times, but you will always reap what you sow. By the grace of God, I don't lack friends. Real friends. Very few, but real friends. I don't lack them. And you know why? Because I am a real friend. <laughs> I am a real friend. There's, you will not, I will not tell the gist of my friends. No. I'm there for them. Praise the name of the Lord. So you see that it is better to have few close friends that are reliable than have 3,000 friends on Facebook that are not reliable. 3,000 friends that are not reliable. It's good to have a few close friends, and there's nothing wrong with having 20,000 friends on Facebook. It's okay, fine. But they're not your friends, okay? They're just, they just like your posts, okay? So, <laughs> don't get it twisted. So, it's, few, it's good to have. It's supposed to have many friends. You have about 50,000 friends on Facebook. They are not your friends. Yeah. They just like your... They just like your post too. Mm. And then they don't like it, they will follow. What do you want to do about it? Mm. So, what does it mean to be a loyal friend? Can you be that loyal friend? Check who are your closest friends today. Who are your closest friends today? 
How can you be loyal and trustworthy to your closest friends? How can you be loyal and trustworthy to your closest friends? That is the question. How can you be loyal and trustworthy to your closest friends? So, as we um, land um, everything right now, um, the Word of God says to us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 and 11, says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, in His great power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can fight against the devil's evil tricks. Put it on the full armor of God. So we see here that God wants us to stand. God actually really wants us to stand. God wants you to stand. God really, really wants you to stand. God wants me to stand. Yes, God wants you to stand. God wants you to have allies. God wants you to be protected. God wants you to overcome Satan's tactics. So, before we take the questions, that's it. Before we take the questions, I want us to spend some time to pray. You know, everything in one hour, you know. So, we have to pray. Can I take down this prayer point and you can pray then when you get home. Let us just um, um, come before God. I just say, Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you. 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 So, take um, say, say to the Lord, say, say to him, say, Father, show me where I am vulnerable. Show me my areas of vulnerability in the name of Jesus. Show me my areas of vulnerability in the name of Jesus. Then you can go and, and, and say to him, help me recognize the allies you have placed around me. Because God always please put people in your life. Help me recognize the allies you have placed around me. Help me meet new allies because god has new allies for you some of us we, we we are not open to new friendships god has new allies for you help me to be open and finally you say to the lord help me to be a better ally to others help me to be a better friend a loyal friend to everybody that i'm doing life with and so shall it be in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening to this. I want to encourage you to share this resource with your family and friends. God bless you. Oh.